Hiya, and welcome to the Full-Time Artist Podcast with me, your host, artist and creative mentor, Nick Everest. This potty is here for all of you creative humans who are wanting to build your creative practice into a life of abundance, ease, and where you can work your passion full-time. Over the past five years, I've built a thriving creative career where I'm now earning more than I ever did in my muggle job as a physiotherapist. I am now helping other amazing creatives turning their passion into their full-time job using my signature framework, The Thriving Artist Method. In this podcast, we look behind the scenes of how I've built my creative career and talk with amazing guests who will help you build yours too. If you're a driven, creative human, you are definitely in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Full-Time Artist Podcast. If you are listening in for the first time, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. If you're one of the regular listeners, welcome back, and thank you for tuning in each week. I absolutely love doing the podcast, and I love that you listen in, so a big, big thank you from me. Today's episode, we are reframing our minds around artists and business. This is something that has come up in conversation lately, which honestly, I say this all the time, but this is how I run my podcast usually is I have a conversation about something and then I bring it to the podcast. (laughs) So this conversation comes up all the time. I see it on socials. I have conversations with artists about this. And this is the belief that artists are not good business people. They're not good at business or I hear artists telling themselves stories like, I just hate the business side of you know my creative work or my creative practice. If I could just pay it all the time, I'd be happy. I just, I'm not good at business. I don't like the business side. I'm not good at numbers whatever it is. And I really want to take this opportunity on this podcast to talk to all of you amazing creative humans that are listening in to tell you that creative humans are the best business people. And I'm going to tell you why. Creative humans have creative thinking down pat, right? There's when we create our work, when we come up with our whatever we create with our hands, with our voice, with our movement, whatever it is, We have to think outside the box, right? We have to problem solve. We have to come up with new ideas. We have to use our inspiration from, you know, our immediate surroundings or whatever activities we're doing or whatever. Use our inspiration to come up with new innovative ideas, problem solve our way through things. We have creative thinking down pat, right? We have it in bucket loads. And successful businesses need creative thinkers. They need problem solvers. They need people who are innovative, that have come up with new ideas, that are inspiring, that they need all, every single successful business has amazing creative thinkers in their business, right? So the next time you think you're no good, quote unquote, no good at business or no good at the business side of your creative practice, I want you to reframe that mindset and and harness your amazing creative thinking into knowing that you are the perfect person to run a business. You just need to learn the steps how, right? And then you get to be creative with making that business look exactly the way that excites you, the way that you want it to look, making your business 
work and fit in with the lifestyle that you want to live, right? Because that is the magic of running your own business. That's why we all go into running our own businesses, right? Is so that we can build a lifestyle that is perfect for us, that suits what we want to do. And that's where the creative thinking and the creative problem solving comes in is once you learn the basics of how to run a business, that's when you get to be creative and make it exactly like you want to make it, right? Let me give you a bit of an example here. So when you're learning a new skill, like how to paint or how to you know, do pottery or whatever, you need to learn the basics first. You need to learn the steps and then you get to be creative and come up with your own way of doing things, right? So for example, for painters, it's about learning which tools to use, what paint works better, how to apply it, how to layer it, how to mix it, the basics of drawing, how to draw a face, proportions, composition, scale, all of those things come into making your painting, right? And if you ask someone who has never painted before in their life to paint you something, then they're probably going to feel overwhelmed, nervous, anxious, a little silly. They're going to feel like they don't know what they're doing. They'll probably say things like, oh, I'm just not very good at painting. I've never painted before. I'll just buy you a painting instead of making it myself. Or they might even say, I'm just going to give up. I can't do this, right? So you can see where I'm going here, but if you apply the same principles to building a business and ask someone to build a business who doesn't know the steps, who doesn't know what plan to follow, who's never done anything like that before, they're probably going to feel really overwhelmed and say things like, I'm just not good at the businessy stuff. I'm not. I'm just not good at the businessy side of my creative work. I'm not good with numbers. Um, it'll never work anyway, so I'm just going to give up. Whereas if these people were given a guide to follow steps on how to build their business and were given, you know, the do this and then you do this and then you do this, then that's where the fun begins of really being able to use your creative thinking, your problem solving, your innovation skills to build a business that is truly aligned with your life, your lifestyle, and not only combine, you know, building a business where I make a million dollars a year or whatever goal, but building a business where it's like, okay, I want to be able to spend, you know, three days a week with my kids, with my family. I want to be able to go on family holidays every year. I want to have a home by the ocean. I want to be able to work in my home studio every day and paint. Having a a business that allows you to build the lifestyle, it's not about, uh, you know, a certain amount of money. It's what that money is going to give you. That's the kind of business that you want to you want to be building. And that's the kind of creative thinking that you need in order to build a business that does that. Right. One that keeps you excited, keeps you motivated, keeps you driven, doesn't lead you to burnout. That's where all the creative thinking comes in. But without learning the steps on how to build a business, that seems impossible and can feel really impossible. Right. And if we go back to our analogy, the same the same thing can be said for a person making that painting. If they actually knew the steps to take, if they had the knowledge behind them on what paint brushes to use, what paints, what canvas, you know, if they had an idea of scale and proportions and how to do the drawing, then that's when they get to have way more fun with it, right? So they know all those basics. Then they get to experiment, to play, to big bring in their ideas, and they're going to have so much more fun creating that painting. And exactly the same thing goes with the business. Once you know the steps, you know what 
the path looks like and the way you're going to go, you, you then will be able to have so much more fun building your business because you're going to be able to play and make it work for you and um, do it in a way that excites you and where you have fun and where it builds in with your lifestyle in a really great way, right? Now, for the person who is learning to paint and wanting to understand those steps so they're not feeling overwhelmed, wanting to give up all those things, when they're wanting to learn the basics, they can absolutely do this by themselves, right? They can go look up books, they can look up YouTube videos, they can practice, they can experiment, they they can absolutely go down the path of learning how to paint themselves, or they could take classes. They could find someone they gel with, someone's work who they like, and then they could learn from them, learn from someone who's a good teacher and who's going to help them you know, answer all their questions that they need to along the way, right? And there's no right or wrong way for which path you go down. There are pros and cons for whether you learn these, the basics yourself or whether you get support. Um, and I'm going to talk to you about some of the, the pros and cons of doing this with your business, with learning yourself, with going the route of, you know, reading business books, looking at YouTube videos, um, mimicking other successful businesses. You know, absolutely, you can go down that route of learning how to build a business successfully yourself. That is absolutely possible. I'm not saying that's not possible. But then there is also a path you can go down where you do seek support, where you do seek people who can help coach you or mentor you or um, help with certain aspects of your business that will then lead you to building your business more likely um, a lot quicker than if you went down the self-taught path, right? So a pro of being self-taught is most likely a lower financial cost, yeah? Like you're probably going to have to invest a, a lot of money in your mentors, coaches, business supporters, whatever it is. Whereas if you go and decide to, to learn all of these things yourself, it's probably going to cost you a lot less. But the flip side of that is that it's going to cost you a lot of your time to read through all the books, to find the nuggets of gold that you want to incorporate into your business, to watch all the YouTube videos, to you know research other successful businesses. That is going to take a lot of time and a lot of sweat equity. So it's just important to understand that, that if you choose to go down that route, then there is going to be a lot of time investment on your behalf, right? And then if you go down the path of seeking, you know, a mentor or a coach or um, other business supports that are going to help you, then most likely that is going to be a cost there. There's going to be an investment on your behalf, on your behalf to learn from these people and to um, for them to teach you the framework and the steps um, that you need to, in order to build your businesses. Yeah. So from my own experience, I know that as soon as I started investing in support and for, to start with, that was investing in support to help my self-belief and self-esteem because I was struggling with burnout, low confidence, um, lots of different things that were stopping me and becoming a hurdle of me getting out of my comfort zone in order to move forward, right? So that's where I first invested in in support was through my self-esteem and self-belief and building those. And then I invested in support through my business. And both of those, um, you know, courses that I did were 
pivotal, <laughs> were pivotal moments in my creative business. And I can really see a change after both of those things um, with the trajectory of my business. And now I invest in ongoing support for my business because I know how valuable it is, right? Now, I just want to say this because obviously if you're on the podcast or you've listened, if you're a first time listener, um, you may not know this, but if you've listened regularly, then you do know that I run um, two different mentoring programs, a four and six month um, mastermind and also one on one sessions. And I am not saying that you need to invest in these programs in order for you to be successful. (laughs) I'm absolutely not saying that. I just think that from this episode, I really do hope that you Keep your eyes open, eyes and ears open for opportunities from anyone in your circle, anyone that you vibe with, that you trust, that you um, are really uh, needing their messaging, needing their support in your business to keep your eyes and ears open and take those opportunities when they come to you. So if you are finding that you're really struggling with a certain hurdle in your business and there's someone that you follow on social media that provides support in that area, I would really consider looking at investing in that support and in that help, right? Because there is, there is no downside of investing in yourself because the more that you learn and the the more that you learn means the more that you're going to grow as a person means the more success that you're going to have in your life means that the more you're going to get to know who you are the more self-confidence self-belief the you know on the flip side of that all of the business growth that's going to come as well so I just think that it's really important to keep your eyes and ears open for opportunities that are going to help you move forward and that you do not have to do this alone. You don't have to, you know, be alone in your studio or in your creative space, figuring all the ins and outs of running a business, doing the creative work, figuring out your creative voice, your point of view, improving your work, putting all your business hats on, doing it all by yourself. Absolutely. It is so tough doing it that way. It really is. So when you get the opportunity to invest in a program or a mentorship or a coaching or something that you believe your business needs in order to grow, I'd really consider doing it, right? Now, if you are considering getting some support for your business, I have recorded an episode a little while ago about whether it's time for you to get a mentor and or a coach for your business. I so encourage you to go back and listen to that. That really goes into the pros and cons a lot more and into the ins and outs of what exactly that's going to look like for you. But from a very like basic standpoint, some really good things to be looking at when you are looking at investing in a course or in some mentoring. And this can be not just for business. This also can be valuable if you're investing in different courses to try and improve your creative skill, whether that in you know painting classes or I always say pottery. I think I need to investigate some pottery because it's always on my mind. But in pottery classes, these are some really good things to um to I guess look for before you invest in those things so on a very basic level um, you want to vibe with the person you want to feel like you could get along with them that you could have a chat with them that you speak their language that you would get along with them uh, not just in a teaching situation but just in an everyday sort of conversation situation you want to trust what they're telling you you want to trust that they have your best interests at heart 
that, you know, they've done the work, that they've got the knowledge and you want to trust in what they're saying to you, right? Because that trust is so important for you to then buy into their methods and strategies that they're teaching. Because in any teaching scenario, you have to be invested in what they're saying and willing to do the work that they're suggesting. So willing to do the steps and strategies that they're recommending that you do in order to see the success that they're talking to you about, right? And before you enter into any sort of classes or anything, it's just really important to know that there will be some (laughs) steps and strategies and processes that are likely going to put you out of your comfort zone, that are likely going to be challenging because that's what these people are here for, is to educate you on the steps that most likely you may be avoiding, whether you are subconsciously avoiding them or consciously avoiding them. They'll probably call you out on that and guide you and support you to do those things that you find challenging and that you're out of your comfort zone in order to reach the success you're going for, right? So so when you're looking at different things that you are doing in your creative practice for your creative business and they're things that you think, I'm just not good at that, I can't do that, you know, that's that's, you know, I'm not good with numbers, I'm not good with business, whatever those stories are that you're telling yourself, I want you to try and reframe those stories into a more positive sentence, right? Because those stories that you're telling yourself are likely holding you back from reaching the next level in your creative business. So instead of saying, I'm not good with numbers, reframe that sentence to something like, I want to learn more about my numbers so I feel more confident. Or I have the ability to learn more about the numbers of my business. Here's how I'm going to learn how. Or um, it's not that I'm not good with numbers. I just haven't learned it yet. Or some sentence that's not a negative of you not being good at something, but put in a way where it's acknowledging that there may be a gap here that I need to learn about, but I am more than capable of learning about it, right? And then actively seeking out, whether that's following people on um, socials or reaching out to people in your networks and asking for advice, support, where those gaps are. So if you're struggling to know the the steps and the frameworks of building a business, look for opportunities to find out where those frameworks are. And, you know, it's important, like I was saying in those things, to really vibe with the person that you're going to gain support from and want to learn from them, right? And I truly feel this is a two-way street for <laughs> the teacher and the person that is running is it the student, right? Because they want to vibe with each other. So as a person who mentors uh, artists through the building the frameworks of their businesses, I want to vibe with them as much as they vibe with me because I know that uh, I am the most helpful to the people who really truly trust in what I'm saying and um, commit to following the steps that I am discussing with them and, you know, can really see and buy into the path that I've set for them, right? And you can see in the people that I work with, the ones that really make the most of my mentoring programs are the ones that truly vibe and truly buy in with what I'm saying, right? And so it's just important from your point of view is to make sure you're really vibing with the people that you're learning from and you're trusting what they're saying 
and you believe in the step and the processes that they're teaching you. So the next time you think, I'm not good at this, I'm an artist, I'm not good at my business, just remember, you are the best person to run a business. You just need the basics, the how-to, the steps on what to do first, and then you get to use your magic creative thinking to turn that business into exactly the kind of business that you want to run. Because all successful businesses need creative thinkers, they need problem solvers, they need innovators, and creative humans uh, have that in bucket loads. Right, so creative humans are the best people to run businesses and I don't want you to forget that, all right? Amazing, as always, I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that has got you thinking about your creative business and reframing some of those businessy thoughts. If you wanna keep the conversation going, jump on over to the Full-Time Artist Collective Facebook group. Uh, Otherwise, jump on over to Nick underscore Everest underscore mentoring on Instagram and I'll be posting frequently their advice, strategies, tips. I'll be sharing uh, insights into my own creative practice, some strategies that I'm currently working on in my own business. So yeah, if you want a little bit more of an insight into how to build a thriving, sustainable and solid creative business, jump on over to Nick underscore Everest underscore mentoring. I would love to see you over there. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I'll see you next time. Bye.